ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into the Thursday, September 26th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can always join the program by hitting us up on the Miller Lite phone lines. You can do that by calling 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste. It's only 96 calories and it is the original light beer. So today's going to be fun because basketball practice officially begins today. I had a chance to head over to the Cam Henderson Center earlier this afternoon. Got a look at the new court. It's glorious. The court is glorious. So, Herd fans, if you love new basketball courts, you'll love this one. Uh, they're sprucing up the Henderson Center. You got some wall graphics up, a little bit more of a uh, – a unified look. You don't have those just bare walls anymore in certain spots, and I'm sure they're going to put more things up. They've got more banners up. Just making the place look uh, as fresh as possible. Dan D'Antoni, we'll get a chance to hear from him here in a little bit. Also, I had a chance to catch up with uh, several key players. Uh, we got to talk to Kate on Kenzie. We got to talk to Jansen Williams. Also, um, got to talk to Mikhail Byers, so we're going to hear from him here in a few minutes as well. I mean, we got to talk to a lot of guys, so we'll hear from all of those. And, of course, as we mentioned, your phone call. So I'm looking forward to all of that. And we've got some news to get into today. So let's start, since we're talking basketball, the NCAA banned the Georgia Tech men's basketball program from the postseason for the 2019-20 season. Also, Georgia Tech is now on four years probation, and um, there were some other penalties handed down as well. So... The NCAA is starting to dole out some punishment here. You know there's that investigation going on with Kansas right now. But the report the committee released said that the NCAA found two major violations. One, the result of a high-profile recruitment of a prospect that included a visit to a booster's house, a trip to the strip club with $300 spending money for the prospect, and host once inside, and a free meal. Okay? Um, The coach who arranged for the visit in the report, so what the report said, did not cooperate fully with the NCAA's investigation into the matter and tried to convince the student-athlete host to lie about the incident. The coach now faces a three-year show-cause penalty and a three-year disassociation from Georgia Tech. You know who I'm talking about, Josh Pastner. Remember when his star was a little brighter? Not so much now. So here we go. Violations coming down. You've got misdeeds happening from 2017. That's right. The coach makes the things happen that are wrong, and the school's going to pay for it. The school is going to get hit with other this. Now, here's the other major violation. A separate booster provided impermissible benefits to a potential transfer student-athlete that included thousands of dollars in the form of shoes, lodging, clothing, transportation, and meals. So you get the postseason ban, you got four years probation, you get a fine of 5000 plus 2% of the men's basketball budget, a reduction in scholarships, as well as other sanctions. There's a lot of them. You want to hear them? That's what I'm here for. Okay. 
Recruiting restrictions for the men's basketball program that will apply for each year probation include an eight-week ban of unofficial visits, three-visit reduction from the permissible number of official visits, an eight-week ban on recruiting communications, a reduction of 19 recruiting person days from the permissible number, a three-year show cause order for the former assistant coach. During that period, NCAA member schools employing him must restrict him from any athletically related duties unless it shows cause why the restriction should not apply. A vacation of records in which the men's basketball student-athletes competed while ineligible. The university must provide a written report containing the contest impacted to the NCAA media coordination and statistics staff within 14 days of the public decision release. So, hey, the, the, the SID is getting smacked on the wrist now. He's got to do work. Disassociation of the following individuals, self-imposed by the university. A three-year disassociation of the former assistant coach. A three-year disassociation of the former Georgia Tech men's basketball student-athlete and booster. A disassociation of the head coach's friend and booster. So meaning uh, Josh Pastner, and um, he let a friend on. University's paying for it now. You, you, this is a business. I mean, I, I know it's a personality-driven business, but still, it's a business. At the end of the day, you got to run this thing like a business. I mean, you want to be family, you want to be friends, and you want to make sure that uh, you know, you're taking care of the student athlete, and you know you, you want to have that kind of work environment. But at the end of the day, this is a business. College basketball, college athletics, athletics. I mean, there is a serious business component to this, and it's got to be run in a similar manner. You got to run it like a business, and you got to be responsible for these things. So. Um, Passner is 48 and 53 at Georgia Tech, entering his fourth season. That's pretty harsh. So the bands are coming down. Uh, what's going to happen to Kansas? That's the thing I'm, I'm waiting for. I want to hear what's happening to Kansas. So, with that said, we do have some, um, some at least good stuff to talk about today. You do know that the uh, NFL and the Players Union are uh, working on a new collective bargaining agreement. Here's what it could be. This is um, a proposal on the table. This is according to uh, what a source told ESPN. 17 games. Regular season, NFL, 17 games. Also, that could eliminate preseason games in their entirety. Could you imagine? No preseason games, just 17 games. So really... You're getting a reduction of three games from the players. Games that really don't matter in so many ways. Practice games, you get to evaluate talent. I'm sure you can do that without the game. I don't know, you know how the coaches feel about this, but this is on the table now for the NFL to play 17 games. Interesting elimination of the preseason games. I mean, I watch preseason. I'll listen to preseason. It's a thing. But I can do without it. I think you can get to where you need to be with 17 games and eliminate the preseason games. You don't want to get a guy injured. I mean, look, A.J. Green, he didn't even get on the practice field. A horrible field, by the way. Horrible field condition. Because the NFL was trying to show off for uh, the 150th, uh, I'm sorry, the 100th 
hundredth year of the National Football League. And A.J. Green gets hit. It's poor field conditions because the NFL is trying to show off, hey, let's go to this historic location for the NFL. And uh, by the way, NFL action tonight. Philadelphia is at Green Bay. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, if you have Dish Network, guess what? Your host, you might be host because um, Dish Network dropped Fox channels this afternoon. So you lose the broadcast channels, you lose Fox Sports 1, you lose Big Ten Network, and you lose Fox Sports 2. And already, Dish throwing out their reasons why. Fox throwing out their reasons why. So usually what happens here is the provider accuses the outlet for the bad decision, and then the outlet accuses the provider for the decision. So we never know. Did the provider pull the channels? Did the outlet pull the channels. Who pulled the channels? We don't know. But if you got Dish Network right now, you you ain't got FS1, Big Ten Network, Fox Sports 2, or Fox. You don't have the broadcast channels. But if you are so impacted, we got the game for you tonight. It'll be right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also, uh, that game, I believe Amazon Prime's got that. So if you're an Amazon Prime shopper, you can stream that game as well. And uh, I think NFL Network's got that one as well. So you're all covered there, at least for the time being. It's those Sunday games you probably get a little antsy for if you're a Dish Network customer. I like it. Fox pretty much shoots back on social media and says, hey, they dropped us. Okay, but guess what? You can go everywhere else. We're on every other platform. I don't know about you, but I have not. I've got limited choices. So every time one of the broadcast parent companies gets into a carriage dispute, I mean, recently we had that dispute, and for DirecTV customers, I couldn't watch Channel 13. Now, I had to text Spencer Atkins, the meteorologist over at uh, Channel 13, to apologize that I didn't even know it happened for a few days. Um, but for a lot of other people, they were mad as they were mad as a, a hornet's nest stirred up for days. I, I flip over like when it's football season because I'm I'm on the verge. I could be a, a cord cutter, but for a lot of people, I mean, you're playing with fire when you do that, and so. You never know if it's the outlet or if it's the provider who's at fault here. But that seems to be the trend going around more and more. But I'm limited. I mean, what do I do? If I have DirecTV, I could go to Dish, but then Dish could drop something. If I have DirecTV and they drop something, I could go and go get cable. But you never know what's going to happen there. Kind of limited. Now we got streaming packages. But again, it's almost as uh, expensive to get everything you want on streaming packages. Hey, thankfully, the Herd game is going to be on Facebook on Saturday. You don't have to pay for anything. You just go to the Facebook page. The link is provided over herdzone.com. And so you can find the link quickly there and bookmark it. And there you go. You're ready to watch the Herd game. If you're not able to go on Saturday, of course, they'd love to see you at Jones C. Edwards Stadium. It's going to be a big game. Wear your Kelly Green. That's the word to get out today. Get your Kelly Green ready. Don't show up in white. Don't show up in blue, pink. Kelly Green, that's the deal. If you're going to show up, that's the color you have to wear. 
I'll be in the press box so I can wear whatever color I choose to wear. Uh, I'll see if I can slip some green on for you. When we come back from break, uh, we're going to hear from a couple of players. Uh, we got um, Michael Byers, Dan D'Antoni later on as well. Uh, we're going to hear from Tavion Kenzie, Jansen Williams, just to name some of the guys we're going to talk to. So that's what we're going to focus on. It's basketball season. That's right, basketball hitting the court officially today. So that means we can talk basketball, and we're going to do so when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Basketball is happening. Practice going on today. First official practice. Start of everything. Had a chance to catch up with you guys earlier this afternoon. As um, Guess what? They're all back together. First day for everything. A lot of the kids are excited. Dan D'Antoni, we're going to hear from him a little bit later on, but uh, I had a chance to catch up with a, a few guys that we normally don't get to talk to. And let's start with Michael Byers. I want to just get a kind of feel for him. You know, hey, tell me, how was your off season? Off season was amazing. I got a good chance to go home and play against some pros, uh, develop my game a lot more, and I'm glad to be back and ready to get back in the gym with the team. This is going to be sort of a new-look team. You don't have John Elmore. You don't have C.J. Burks. You don't have Rondell Watson. So, uh, really, this is uh, it's almost open for everybody now. Yeah, those guys did an amazing job leading us last year, and uh, I can't thank them enough. But it's, it's our time. It's our time to step up, and it's our time to take over and lead this team. Who are you most looking forward to uh, seeing on the court? Other than you, know, you getting out there yourself, who are you looking forward to? Uh, I mean, everybody. Everybody's gotten a lot better over the – over the course of the summer, and I, I have a really good feeling about this season. Uh, what are your expectations? Uh, coming off a high, uh, Marshall wins uh, CIT, uh, Conference USA, of course, is uh, ultimately the goal, win that, get into the NCAA tournament. But uh, what are the expectations for this team coming off that season? We want to come together right now in practice, and obviously those are the goals. We want to make it back to the tournament, win the, win the conference and everything. But definitely we want to come together. We're a, not a young team, but we're, we have one senior this year, so it's going to be a lot of returners next year. So this year is going to be big, building chemistry and getting ready for this season as well as next. Yeah, the chemistry is really important because the dynamic has changed, but uh, it feels like the depth, there might be more depth this season. Definitely. Uh, we have nine newcomers, and that's, that's going to be a, a big change because there's going to be a lot of new faces. But I believe that the way that we practice and what we do in practice is going to prepare us for the games, and we'll be ready. What about Jansen Williams? Is he any good? Love that kid. That's not the answer I was looking for on that question. That was not the answer I was expecting. Love that kid. So uh, we're going to hear from Jansen Williams a little bit later on. Did you notice the music went up in the background? I'm talking, and the music goes up. Well, there's a, a secret little device that they plug in to the speaker system over in Press Row. I think this is Dan's iPod, maybe. Has to be his iPod. And it's playing all of this Dan D'Antoni music. So I look at the contact, media contact, and I say, hey, can, can we get this turned down a little bit so we can do some interviews? And so we get that turned down, and then Dan's like, no, turn that back up. So 
I was expecting to hear some, um, I, I don't know. I really don't know what I'm expecting to hear out of his iPod, but that's why you're that's why you're hearing that in the background, and um, we get a little bit more of that later. So we'll cross that when we when we get to. But um, one of the uh, the guys that um, we had a chance to catch up with today here, and uh, it's mostly Keith Morehouse over at WSAZ. Uh, I just tapped into uh, the interview uh, was uh, Goran Medalovich, and. Keith started out asking him, just uh, how have you been adjusting to practice? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting used to it now. How does it feel? Tell me a little bit about just getting comfortable with everybody. I mean, yeah, I'm, all the guys are great guys. Coaches are nice to us. It's great community, and um, I'm excited to be here. How about the system? Are you, are you figuring out how much more yeah, yeah. physically it, it demands of you? Yeah, it, the system is pretty tough, but I think um, I'll be able to fit in it. Well, what about your relationship with the guys? How how much how much chemistry have you guys been able to establish? Uh, our chemistry is great uh, on and off the court. Like we're we're all good friends and help each other out and everything. You and Marco expect to try to make an impact right away. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the idea. Tell me yeah, about definitely. That. I mean, we'll try to like help our team as much as we can. Right away. Do you, do you, you weren't here with John and CJ last year. Do you sense that some other guys are taking leadership roles with this team? Yeah, I think Jared and Tavion are going to be great leaders. Jensen too. Then Iron. I mean, all, pretty much all the older guys are going to take our leadership. What can you bring to this team with your talents? I mean, I'll try to give my best and, yeah, do everything I can. What's your favorite part of... of, of playing the five is it shot blocking run the floor shooting what, what do you do best uh, I mean I, I like uh, that our that coach Dan gives us freedom so I can literally do everything it's not like I'm just traditional five I can I can do everything that's pretty uh, pretty impressive for a seven footer right yeah he's pretty impressive for a seven footer he's really impressive so I said uh, Keith Morehouse and I tapped in a little bit of that earlier today when uh, we were talking to Goran Miladonovic. Now, when we come back from break, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni, get his thoughts. Uh, I asked him one of the most um, hard-hitting questions you could ask a coach. We're going to talk about that when we continue. Uh, Thankfully, Coach was gracious enough to, to turn the volume down on his iPod. So, you know, we didn't have to hear, uh, I think that was what, was it Happy? That was Happy playing in the background. That's some of the more modern music coming out of that iPod. I think it's, I, I think it's an iPod. I, I'd have to I'd have to check that, but it's it's it might disappear next time I'm at practice. It might disappear. I, I'm not I'm not sure, but uh, I will say this: just to kind of give you some insight on that thing. Um, Jansen Williams has an opinion about it, and we're going to find out what that opinion is later on as well. Dan D'Antoni coming up next when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented this hour by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in for today's edition of The Drive. Basketball getting started in earnest today. Means get a chance to talk to the man himself, Dan D'Antoni, and... Dan was uh, very generous today. We asked him nicely if he would turn down the iPod with all the flattened scrugs and uh, all of, um, I don't know, uh, 
I don't know. There's some old music. Dave Clark Five in there. Uh, you know, some doo wop maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it seemed like somebody took the playlist over on our sister station, Big Buck Country 1015, uh, sprinkled in a little, um, I don't know, Bee Gees, Monkeys, um, some doo wop. He put it on shuffle, and there you go. That's the Dan D'Antoni playlist. But Dan was nice enough to turn the playlist down just a little bit so we could talk to him today. And, you know, things are spruced up over at Marshall University. And that's uh, where I was going with uh, some of my questions today. If you go to the Henderson Center, you see they've got some new wall graphics up, and they're trying to clean the place up even more, make it as fresh as possible. The new court looks fantastic. You know, that complements the scoreboard they got. All we need to see now is maybe uh, some Kelly Green chairs, and that's an expensive endeavor. But that would make the place pop even more. But as it stands right now, everything's uh, trying to make this place look better. And Dan, Dan is a marketing guru. You know, last year he comes out with Hillbilly Ball. He's got the shirts, and you know, I don't know if he personally paid for everything based off the sales of Hillbilly Ball, but. You know that court has the, the new old logo. It's got the old school Marco snorting Marco that I grew up with. It's got the new school M, the more modern block M. It's right there, center of the court. It screams Marshall. It looks great. And I've talked about this before. I want some swag with that logo. I want a hat with that logo. I mean, maybe get me a sweatshirt for those fall fall evenings. It's a little chilly. I can wear that sweatshirt like on a Sunday. Give me a, a jacket with I want that logo. I want that new old looking logo here on some apparel. So Dan came out today. Now last year when we had this conversation, Dan comes out with his hillbilly ball shirt. Sporting it proudly, letting the world know, I got swag, I got some new gear. Well, he comes out just in basic white. Wait a minute, Dan's not not sporting a new look shirt? What's going on here? So my first question, the most, I think, hard-hitting question a journalist could ask a head coach. Here it is. When are we going to get the new T-shirt with the, with the court logo here? When's that happen? Soon. Soon. Uh, I was at, uh, can I mention where I got them? Get them. Okay. I was at Hometown Sports, and uh, they printed them up for me, so I'll have them on pretty soon. I got two this year, not one, two. So I figure wages were up in West Virginia. You know, go out and buy two. Yes. you got to be pretty excited. Uh, Henderson Center is looking pretty spiffy. Uh, it's amazing uh, what winning basketball does. Well, it's fun. It's more fun than losing, that's for sure. But, um, you know, we got to get over that, too. We got to get to where we want to come because game's fun. Kids are worth cheering for and rooting on, and uh, they're going to give you their best. And where that goes, we just got to push them. If it's not good enough, push them to be better. And if it's good enough, celebrate with them. Have you subscribed to that theory that if you play good, you got to look good? I mean, you spruce this place up because of, of putting pride in the program kind of thing? Well, I think that and everything. I think I, uh, I got that from my mom, I think. You know, our house wasn't big. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what everybody say, an elite home, but it was always clean. It was always taken to its very best. And 
that's kind of what I want to do. You know, whatever we can do to make this uh, look good, feel good, and enjoy. You know, so that's kind of who I am. Is it kind of strange you come out here? And uh, it was for me. I'm looking for my go-to guys. I don't see Rondell. I don't see CJ. I don't see John. Uh, it's a, it's a, almost a new day here. Well, the leadership definitely has changed. So uh, that, that's the biggest change. We still, you know, we still had three out of five restart, returning starters. I think people forget that. But three out of five and second one off the bench. So we, we lost three valuable players in Rondell and John and CJ and Christian, who played a big part in, in, as a teammate and helping this program. So, but, you know, I'm confident what I saw in Tavion, Jared's toughness. Michael Byers is much improved, seems to be. Uh, Iron's got his weight down. And, you know, I think, it, I think the young men enjoy playing here, and because of that they work, and they'll work hard, and that always has good results. You never put too much stock in these preseason things. I've seen a number eight for you guys, a number seven. Um, <laughs> what do you think? I, I was thought that was too high. <laughs> i go with 13. I get, if it's 13th, I got a real good chance of being coach of the year. <laughs> I, you know, it, it is. That's that's uh, that's somebody. That's somebody like you, Keith. I wouldn't do that. Well, but but you do. You rate them. People like you rate them. And you don't know a damn thing about basketball. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> well, you went to a camp, didn't you? Yeah. So, yeah, you know a lot about that. But uh, you know, preseason. Preseed. Nobody's played, so we'll see. Does it put too much onus on the guys you lost and not enough credit to the guys you have coming back? Is that sort of how they? Well, know, they I'm just... kind of glad the ones that left got that kind of recognition and respect. And it's up to these guys coming in to earn it. And it's not like, okay, they made you eighth and you're going to stay that way. You know, they got a chance to earn it, be the surprise of the league. In fact, a lot of times it's more fun to be the surprise is to come back and try to defend. Schedule-wise, last year, uh, there was a lull. There was a time where you said that, you know, that was on you, the way that the, some of the games matched up date-wise. Was that an effort for you this year to put this schedule together just to make it a little bit better, more balanced? Well, you know, I, I talk with Mark, and ultimately I'm the one that says okay on everything. And, but Mark and I talk. Mark does a great job with the scheduling. And uh, we just talked about – where we wanted to go, how we wanted to position it. But the biggest thing that hurt us last, two things hurt us last year. Most of December we were away from home. And then we had that, right when we started to get into conference play, we had that three in one week, all travel uh, situation. And it, you can just look at it. We went five and oh, and we beat the team that won it at their place. We beat the second place team at our place. And then we had those three games in a row, got beat by Southern Miss at the end of it by 50. Then go one and seven during that block. I sent them home for a week, told them I didn't want to see them. Came back in the week and we go five and zero oh again. And so that's scheduling. That's not, if we'd have gone four and four during that stretch, we'd have won the league. So that's scheduling. We didn't have a lot of say so in that conference part of it, although in the meetings, I certainly brought it up. And then uh, uh, the December, we, we, we have to be better 
at ourselves, and, and we have. We think we got some good-looking schedules for this year, and we almost finished next year's. So I think we're in a lot better shape. Without John and, and CJ, Dan, will you? Is it incumbent on the guys to play this system even more so now, and not sit around and maybe, you know, you have a temptation to watch those guys, but now become more involved? You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's what's going to be fun about this is to see how it all shakes out. Uh, what I've seen just preseason a little bit and what our preseason work, we have much stronger, bigger passers. And, you know, John, really creative, great on the alley-oop, obviously. But his pass across court, not nearly as strong as the guys we have now. So the ball gets where it's going faster, and the ball moves because of that. Uh, you know, I hate to draw a picture before I get the – get the canvas, you know, and that's what you're asking me to do. And I could be as wrong as everybody else is, but I, I look, I just look forward to it because it's, I love the game. I've got quality kids. I love to be around. So. Dan D'Antoni, chill as ever talking to the media today about the upcoming season, not sporting the new look shirt just yet. Already giving us an idea, a tease of where it's going to be, when it's coming. So we'll we'll follow those developments as they happen. All right. When we come back from break, we're going to hear from Tavion Kinsey, get his thoughts on being back on the court. Also, Jansen Williams, my guy, former intern here at this very radio station on this program, sat behind the glass partition and ran this show. We're going to see how well he's done and developed since that internship. Hopefully, we've catapulted him to bigger and better things. We'll find out when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball's back. I'm excited for it. We got football and basketball things to talk about now. I am happy as can be, and I was excited to get a chance to talk to a few of players today during the first time that the guys really got on the court, new court being put in over at the Henderson Center. You got the, the new logo on there, the new old logo. You got just a, a revitalization of some parts of the Henderson Center and the fact that these guys are ready to go day one, which, I mean, some guys are just chomping at the bit. And one guy who's always chomping at the bit is Tavion Kinsey. And uh, we wanted to get his thoughts on just being back on the court. First day back, man, it's been long awaited. That's how I feel. I feel as if everybody's been waiting for this. As soon as that CIT game was over, the championship, I know, I was on like a, let's go again. Can we like run this back like right now? Like every other team, I want to play them right now. But it's it's definitely, I could say in my eyes, it's been long awaited. We've been working hard all summer. We got some new faces around here. The program is going to look kind of different, missing some some key guys. But I, I know my guys is going to step up. You know, we 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 looking to establish some some new leaders around here. But having guys, these younger guys, they already showed some leadership to me. And then being the leaders of their high school when they were there, and then everybody always has some type of leadership role inside them. So I'm, 
it's going to be a great year. For you, what was it like just walking out here? You don't see Rondell, you don't see CJ, you don't see John, and we can go down the list. It's um, it dawns on you that okay, this is on my shoulders now. It's definitely, it's definitely different. It's definitely the the locker room atmosphere is different. And me, I only knew those guys for one year, so like, but it felt like I knew them forever, and they brought an energy every single day, and that's what. Uh, a lot of my coaches preach to me, it's like, you have to keep that energy that they brung in here. You have to keep that going. And we have not just me, it's a lot of leaders here that's already established and like, let's go. We got to get on the ball. We got to keep this rolling because it's basically a legacy now that they have left behind for us. And it's our job to continue that. So who are you looking at uh, on this team? Who's stepping up being that leader? Stepping up being the leader, I would say, um, Jared has definitely stepped into the leadership role. Jared, Jansen has definitely, I would say a lot of the two-year guys, Darius, he's made big improvements, big jumps, and I don't even want to speak on it. I'm going to let everybody else see it this year for him playing, but he's he's really opened my eyes to some. Me, I just, you know, I go with the flow. I'm uh, stay try to stay level-headed, be a leader, but a lot of our guys, Ante being our only senior this year, He's really stepped up and improved himself in the weight room, his, his athletic ability. So every guy, even the younger guys have came in and shown, you know, the ability to lead a team in the uh, near future. So uh, I, I really look at that. But right now, establishing leadership, I would say our, our junior guys, Darius, Jared, and, and Jansen right now are definitely looking into that. Some of those preseason polls are already out. They've got you seven or eighth. Um, obviously, they think without CJ and John, you guys aren't going to be as good. And now it's up to you to surprise them a little bit, right? Definitely. I don't. I don't even pay attention to it really. Um, it's always going to be somebody. I, I learned when I came here. Like, if you don't go to Marshall, people hate you. You know. And it's just I don't see why this is a great school, great community. Like. I don't know why they got a lot of teams ranked higher than us, but I don't pay that any mind. It's like I got to go in every single day and worry about what my team is doing and how we're going to prove them wrong. But at the end of the day, we're not trying to prove anything to anybody but ourselves, like that we're going to be good, we're going to play as a team, and those rankings really don't mean nothing at the end of the day until the season gets started. So, Is it easier than just to go in just to go out and do what you need to do instead of fueling yourself by, okay, they're disrespecting us. Is it easier that way? It's definitely easy. I think I always live by, like, an underdog mentality. Like, if they already expect the, the worst from you, like, it's nothing that you got to carry on your shoulders. Now they're already expecting you to do bad, you know? So it's like all we got to go in here every day is uh, all we have to do is come in here every day and focus and lock in to what we need to do. And our playing is going to do the talking. We don't, Coach Dan tells us that all the time. You don't have to talk, just let your play do the talk. So That's Tavion Kenzie. And quickly, we want to get to Jansen Williams before we end the show today. And uh, we talked to him about this, basically get his thoughts on being back. A lot of new faces. Back at it again. Back it's a little different for you this time. And you, know, you walk out here, there's no CJ, there's no John, there's no uh, Rondell. Um, what's just going through your mind knowing that, okay, it's now a, a different group and you know, the burden might be on you. It's a good thing to know. I mean, you know, we definitely miss those guys. They were they were big parts of this team. But you know, it's it's good to feel like you know, I've been here. This is my third year here, and it's it's going to be my team. It's going to be the guys that were here with me: Jared, Darius, you know, Iron, and Tavion. Like, 
it's our turn. We're going to be the, the judges of if we win or lose this game. We're going to be the judges. We're going to be the ones that coach is going to look to, you know, to win the game. So very excited about that. Do they look to you a little bit more, Jason, the young guys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I feel like I've taken on a role to, you know, be one of the leaders of this team. Um, me and Jared, definitely, and Tavion. Uh, iron, too, a little bit, but he's he goofs around a lot, so we'll <laughs> give that one to him. Um, but, no, I, I definitely believe that coach is definitely going to look at us uh, specifically to, you know, take on those challenges to, you know, get that win. Does that, does that mean verbally, or how do you do it? By, by example, or how do you work example, it? Example, verbally, I mean, I feel like my role is more of making sure that these freshmen can understand not to get discouraged, discouraged on themselves when they miss a shot, or if they, get, if they don't understand what one of the plays is, I'll make sure to make sure that they understand. And you know, that's college ball, man. It's gonna be tough. With all those guys that you lost, uh, great talents. Already some polls are out. Pick your seventh or eighth. You know how that stuff is. It's just polls, but. They're not, it looks like they think it was just John and CJ, and you guys, it's up to you guys to tell them that's not the way it is. Yeah, it's, a, it's our job to be like, you know, we don't need them. I mean, like, you know, we love them, love them. They're all doing great things now, but, you know, they're gone now, and it's, it's time to time to keep this program on the up, on the up and up. Is, is new sort of the theme of everything? You look out here, it's a new court design. I, I mean, you've got... I like, I like coming out here and seeing a new design. It's like, oh, it's, it's a new beginning. It's a fresh start, especially for me, because it was... Grew up here, you know, playing with John and CJ uh, in my college career. Um, coming here, seeing a new court. It's pretty cool, cool to see that because no one's going to be a new start. So, yeah. And the, ba and the banners, I mean, banners there are expectations on you guys to win, right? Now? Yeah, it's, we're, the program's on the up and up. We got the new uh, the screen jumbotron, whatever you call that. Um, new banners, new court. I mean, the, the program's on the up and up, and we just got to make sure that we can handle that with John and CJ not being here. The, ver the versatility of, of this potential team. I mean, you all can go to a small lineup and, and you know run you as a five, or you all can go sort of four bigger players with you and Mike and, and Gordon and Iron. I mean, it, it's a lot more versatility, it seems. I love it. You know, just like last year, I, I was a five last year. We can go to that if, if things aren't working. I'm familiar with the five and how to run it, but we definitely have some big guys on this team now, and my role is going to be different on this team. You know, I could be a three now, a four, which is, you, you know, normally what they want me to be at um, but this team's so versatile and so young and so new and athletic that's probably the biggest way that I describe these these, these guys is athletic um, this team's gonna be something something that Huntington's never seen before one of those things that, that made you all so successful was the chemistry on court how important are these first practice sessions to building that chemistry and and establishing that confidence that you had over the last these, couple? these next 15 practices are gonna decide what the future of this team's gonna look like and how we're gonna do in this 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 season. Um, I can already tell you this these next 15 practices are gonna be absolutely exactly what we expected. Uh, everybody on this team loves each other. We 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 hang out with her, with, her, with each other all the time. Um, and this team really gels really well. Um, and I think everybody has respect for each other, everybody has respect respect for the coaches. Um, and with that said I think we're gonna do a lot of great things this year. No, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Dan's music is, is still here, right? And I wish I could do something about that. You know, <laughs> I mean, sometimes Zach Brown Band comes up on here. And I'm like, okay, a little bit of chicken fry. Yeah, I'll, t I'll go with that. But man, like this stuff, man, I wasn't, I wasn't around when this was on. Hoping, hoping the ox chord changed whenever yeah. the design did. <laughs> he said, let y'all get one request per, you know, before practice. Like you get one request. Everybody gets a request, and it just folds on over. But no, I like. 
I need something to fight me up. I, 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 gotta, I gotta get pumped up, man. But this, I'll deal with it, and I'll ball out with that, whatever's playing on. I don't really care. <laughs> Maybe you should wager with him, hey, we'll do this for you in practice, or you do this for us. We'll go extra, extra hard if you yeah. let us get one song on the ox. That's, that's like a team goal. Whoever, whoever goes the hardest in practice gets, gets the juice of music the next day. Jared will get to choose it every time, dude. I mean, <laughs> no one's going to beat him at that. I hope Jared wins that job every day. That's terrible. Come on, that's terrible. Uh, Inside Herd Athletics coming up next. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in.